Hey there, welcome to Above Board with Candor Path. We are so excited that you're here. You've got me, Rich, and also John. John, what's going on, my friend? Yo, yo, we just hit 50,000 downloads on 50, our podcast. Big thousand. event, baby. Wow. Do you know if you got a dollar for every one of those downloads, that's like $974,000. That's not how math works. But Well, you know but, what? That's how math works in my world. Welcome to Above Board with Candor Path, <laughs> where you are joining us after we have just hit a major milestone of 50,000 downloads. And last time I checked, I think we're still in the top 1% of business podcasts, if I may be so bold as to brag. I just need to tell you, I just saw this video on online and it was this person talking on a podcast and she goes, if you save a dollar a day every day for the next year, you'll have $30,000. That was the quote. That was legitimately the quote. And I don't, I'm sure she was going somewhere <laughs> with it. But before I could hear the rest of her reasoning for what crazy thing she was saying, it stops. This other guy comes in on the video and he's, he does the times table. He's 365 <laughs> times one. And you just see him write zero, 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 zero. 30 and then and he's like 30,000 thumbs up the camera and it was just so funny because it's like anyone can say literally anything online and disseminate it now you just well and that's know. what it, I mean it that is, you know that that's not true but I well but is but okay so you're while this might not be the subject at hand you know me now you just you just opened the door so what what did you is there a premise behind this? Is she talking about compound interest? Is she? Well, that has you... to be it. I didn't. I didn't follow it because I got bored and just skimmed and scrolled to the next. Thing. But I think the, the the premise would have been time value money, but also like what percentage rate that must be to go from a dollar a day to thirty thousand. And I got this bored sounds like something that like Alex Hormozy would would look at and and yes. just like rip to shreds in like oh, thirty sure. seconds. He's got his nose strip on I and he's him. and he's doing his thing. You know he's he normalizing would... nose strips. He's normalizing nose strips by the way. It's because Nor- I worked out the other day and I left I ran and I left it on and people were looking at me weird and I'm like, all right, you know, it's gonna be normal in like you another a year. Because I might have missed this because I do I do consume his content because I and I'm reading I read his book um that he just put out. He's got a new book coming out. I read I read his book. I find him to be a fascinating person because he breaks down complicated things in such a great way. And I don't know how his mind works, but he just cuts through nonsense, but I have missed the explanation and the bad. I'm sure I could Google it very simply and look at it on you, but where does he explain why he does that? Cause he's the only person I see doing that. I know what. Let me take, let me take a sip from my gallon first before I answer (laughs) that question. That is the biggest water Um, bottle I have ever seen in my life like literally literally the state of california would probably fine you because that's too much water right now it's a gallon it's it's healthy so i i don't i've never heard him talk about it no i think he i do think he wears it for effect it's like something to talk about we're we're talking about brand we're we're three and a half minutes into our podcast and we've spent a minute talking about his nose trip so like it's working that's true i would guess that it has to do with we've talked on the show a lot about breath work and the importance of, and, and there's like this whole thing. Have you researched this like mouth breathing? Like it's so important to breathe through your nose and not breathing is more important. I, I, when I work out, I just breathe through my nose. So I think that that's, it's, it's helping, uh, it's helping him do that when he's working. I work, I do one every night when I go to bed, Jackie buys me these nose strips. It's like such a great gift. I love it when it's like sitting on my nightstand and she's like, I got you new nose strips. I know we sound like we're 70 years old. Send me the uh, link. Every, every me the single link. night, baby. Breath my, strips or whatever they're called. By it's the like way, a big if brand. It, 
if it's okay to say while we're talking in the middle of a podcast, my sound good? You sound great. No, because no, you it, sound good. I'm looking at the little waveform on the thing and and your waveform's bigger than my waveform. Mine are very, very like tiny little waveforms. Post edit normalizes that. I just want to know because I don't want people to be fixes. I don't want people to be thinking like, why is John talking to himself? You know. They might be. And you know what? Text us. Give us that feedback if that's the case. You can text yeah. us. That. I love it. Should I drop Listen. the text line right now? Should I do that? So Exactly. So now that we've gotten completely off brand, so we now know that if you save a dollar a day, you make $30,000, right? We have to, I have to go find this. This. this we week. will. Um, we are big on, no, you're, you use nose strips, which you've never shared with me. And now I need, feel like I need nose strips. Sleeping mask, sleep mask, nose strips. I mean, nope. I really I don't need sleeping masks. Here's why I don't need sleeping masks. John Kennedy himself came over to my house with his drill and helped hang up blackout curtains in my room, which till this day is the greatest gift you've ever given me was the gift of your time and your skills because I sleep so much better now because my room is so dark. I gave you that drill also. You did and it caught on fire two weeks ago. (laughs) I had to buy a new drill. I did. I caught on fire. Then I bought a drill and I don't know if this has ever happened to anybody where you buy something online. I should do a video of what I thought I was going to get and what I got. The drill looked really great and it said 20 volts. And I thought that was saying how big the drill was. And the drill that came is like basically an electronic screwdriver. It's so not impressive compared to your drill that caught on fire. But anyway, um, we worked that drill into the ground. We want to talk about something today, which is something that has nothing to do whatsoever with anything that we've just talked about for the last five minutes and 55 seconds. Ooh, it just hit five, five, five. That's an angel number. Do you know about angel numbers? No. Okay. I don't know. What, if I what does that mean? I always like when it's like 11, 11 on the clock, I'm like, oh, oh make a wish. That's see, like a if, thing. No, if you see 11, 11, that means that's an angel. I'll explain that on another podcast. That's we want to do a podcast on a weird, our own personal, weird beliefs, superstitions and compulsions and obsessions, because between John and I, that could be a three hour podcast. And I would imagine with Matt, do you think he has some? He has to. He seems like well, a pretty everyone. Everyone does. I would, so I want to know the Matt's. varying degree of the superstitions are different. Their Mine mind. is every night I have to spend probably five minutes. It's like borderline OCD checking every single lock in the house. I do that. You do that? I can't turn the, I can't ever turn the alarm Ever since we on. had, and I checked the fridge to make sure it's closed. Ever since we had a the huge leak in our home from the fridge line. Yes. And we flooded the house. Like I've never been able to get over it. So my superstition is like this routine every single night. And I have to, and I, got, I lay in bed and if I don't do it, I can't go to sleep. I, I know check, he has to have them, and I will think of what his some of those are. I, I will, check I will share the that. garage to make sure the garage door is down. I check to yep. make sure the air condition isn't overflowing or flooding, and I check to make sure the garage door is locked, the door, the interior We door. do the same things. Yes, yeah. and then there's multiple other things. But today we don't want to talk about that. This is a prelude to episode 900. We're trying to get away from that in today's podcast, in fact. <laughs> we want to talk about how in your busy life, how sometimes it is super important to schedule spontaneous activities. Now, those two words might run counter to each other, scheduling and spontaneity. However, in your busy world, in your busy personal life, in your busy business life, sometimes you've got to schedule those things. So I would guess spontaneous activities probably don't speak so much to work life business life. Like I, I, at least as I understand spontaneous activities, it seems more, would you agree? We're going to kind of go more into like family relationship, 
friendships, social. Yes, 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 with the caveat that it helps you in those other areas of your life. And so th- this was a this was a an idea that I think I had. I was actually like smoking cigars and drinking a bourbon one night. Oh, you shouldn't and say I, that your mom listens to this. I know. I love you, mom. Um, Sorry, but I was, there was one night I'm sitting there and I was talking to Jackie and, and a, and a friend and I, and I go, God, you know, just life is so, there's just so many things that are on your priority list. We've got kids where we're going to events, sporting events, practices, busy with work, busy, trying to work out, trying to drink a gallon a day, like all the things you're supposed to do for yourself. Somehow you sandwich that into your busy day. And, and I just said the comment, I'm like, I miss the days where it's like just a lazy Sunday and we're like, oh, let's just, let's roll up to the beach. Let's do it. Not even that's possible. You got to pack. You got to, everyone's got to have sandwiches. Kids get hungry in the car. There's just so many variables now at this stage of life that you have to think about. And, and so the sort of, from that idea was like, you have to schedule the spontaneity. And if you don't, it'll, you'll just never have the opportunity to have it because if, if tomorrow I want to do something, that's not going to happen. I have to plan a month from now to do the thing so that when I'm there on a Friday, I can be like, oh, cool. Tomorrow I have this plan. So, we can be spontaneous tomorrow because I planned it a month right. and a half ago. Right. Well, and I think it's all about balancing the busyness in our lives with wanting to build into that busyness the, spon- the, the fun things. I'm, I guess when we're saying schedule spontaneity, it's almost like you have to make room for it. You have to make yeah. room for those things because if you don't, then they're not going to happen. Right. And, and to your point, when you have family, when you have kids, when, even when you don't have kids, when you have respond, when you have a dog, you, you can't just go to the beach. Depends on your dog, right? Can your dog be left alone for seven hours? How far is it to the beach? You know, is the dog going to pee on the floor? What, you know, the dog has medicine that they have to take every four hours, who knows, whatever. So I, I think it's, I think there's a part of it that what it does is it allows you to kind of balance your responsibilities with enjoyment in life. For example, what would you say would be an example of something that you would have to quote unquote, that's spontaneous that you would have to schedule. I have some in my mind that I'm thinking of, but what would be an example of yours? So I, I love going to the beach and and it's, you know, I, I mentioned this already, but it's that it's like being able to just get in the like Friday night, man, if tomorrow's a nice day, I'd love to just run up to the beach and go. And I think the biggest thing for me is spontaneity equals freedom for me mm. being able to have that freedom within the room of my time of my calendar to be, to say, we're going to go do this thing that's sort of random and spontaneous that equals freedom. And I can't, I don't get to taste that or feel that. And not that I'm not obviously like, I love what I do and, and, and that type of thing, but it's just the, the commitments that we have, it starts to grind you down. And if you don't have that planned, I think that's, that's really important. So for me, it's like a random, like, I want to just run up to the beach. Like we want to take the kids to Disney today, you know, and, and we, you know, so we do a lot of things to try to set that in order, but it's, all of it's really centered around planning. We're planning a month to three months, sometimes six months in advance to do the thing that hopefully feels spontaneous when we go to do it. You guys are really, really good at date nights, for example. Like I know that that's always been a big thing for you and Don. What, what are some examples for you of scheduled 
planned well, spontaneity. First of all, I just want to put something out there because we do have listeners that are John and I live and Matt and John, Matt and I live in central Florida. So when John just said spontaneously take the kids to Disney to our listeners in, in Singapore and Paraguay and Montana and upstate New York and Cincinnati, that's not a spontaneous thing, but we're about 45 minutes away. So that is something that that we can do. It, it, no, they it have this whole vision of how cool that was. Like in their minds, maybe they thought I was getting on a private jet <laughs> and flying directly into a private Walt Disney airport. And instead I just load down in my, Your mom in van. my minivan and, and drive with crying kids for 45 minutes. But Where they thought get- it was... For a second, they thought it was cool until you just made it not cool. And then what they don't realize is you get there and you're there for, you spend $900 and within 45 minutes, Ella's going, I want to go home. I want to yeah. go swimming. I want to go play with Ava, right? That's how it always Who's is. Who's crying more at the end of it, the kids or me? That's you, what I want to know. You for sure. I think it helps me. Well, I will I will discuss exactly what, what we plan and I will also get, well, you brought up data. Let me just get to that. Uh, the people that uh, manage my finances have gone through my budget. And so date night is now no Tell longer me more. every date light date night is no longer every week. Um, and, and we have been very good about managing that and, and incorporating that into our budget. But uh, Dawn and I definitely schedule regular date nights now. And the reason why that we do that is because it enables us to have couple time alone Romantic time alone where we can gossip, where we can catch up, where we can talk about what we want to talk about, where we can eat some good food, where we don't have to clean the kitchen, where we don't, Dawn, Dawn is a great cook and bless her heart. She meal preps for me and she meal preps for Luke. So, you know, she makes our protein and our rice and our, our vegetables and she's just amazing. So it gives her a break and also it gives, it gives me a break. So we plan that in so that we have some romantic time together because I think couples whether you have kids or not, whether you're living together or not, whatever, I think couples forget to build that in. And while certainly there's a lot to be said for, hey, go in the room. I bought you a dress that just got delivered and it's laid out on the bed with some roses and a new perfume. And I'm not going to, I'm going to blindfold you and take you to this particular, uh, actually, this is a really good idea as I'm talking this through. I'm going to do this. Schedule it. I'm doing this, man. But while that sounds great, that's not the reality of life. And I find, now this is maybe a little twist on this. I find that planning this quote unquote spontaneous things helps me overcome that decision paralysis. Do you know what I'm talking about? Here, let me give you the example. You be you and I'll be Jackie. And you say to me, where do you want to eat tonight? Ready? Go. Where do you want to eat tonight? I mean, I don't know. Where do you want to eat tonight? Oh man, that's the famous, that is the famous question Well then what do you right say? There. So say something back. What do I say? I had a trick for this a while ago that worked twice. <laughs> what did I do? No, no, no. It worked twice. And then she, and then she caught on to it. it I, know I learned it was. from like TikTok or something. The, the was trick it? was you, you asked her where she wanted to eat. And then you said, yes, that's where I want to go. That's right. what it is. I, I think that's what it was. Yeah. You say, where do you want to eat, Jackie? And she goes, I don't know. You said, well, if you could pick anywhere, where do you want? She goes, I think I want to go to Ruth's Chris. You go, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. But then what happens is then it goes, but 
that's a lot of money. I don't know. Maybe we should do, let's eat Mexican tonight. And you go, that's great. That sounds great. Well, I thought you said you wanted to eat at Ruth Chris. No, but I'm fine with Mexican. No, you're just saying that. And then it goes down that road. I think that's what I, I feel like there was an adaptation to it, but that was basically what it was. And she caught on the second time because I'm never that agreeable to anything. So I think <laughs> when I was so agreeable that it was just too suspicious. You're too, a mean <laughs> too one, suspicious. Mr. Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> um, I find that it helps with the overcoming the decision paralysis where we plan and we make the reservation at the restaurant. It's much harder to go through the effort of canceling the reservation and re-reserving when you're just like, we're going to Luma. We made the reservation. Mm-hmm. It's at seven o'clock. The babysitter's coming. We're set up. Then you just kind of go with it. You've already got it in your mind. And, and then I think it feels more natural. And I'll tell you what else works. I don't know about you and Jackie, but with my wife and I, she is more of the person that does the planning because, you know, I travel a, a good deal and all this kind of stuff. I think she really enjoys when I say, oh, I made two reservations. I made one at Luma and, and one at, you know, Ruth's Chris. And she's like, oh, you did? I'm like, yeah, which one do you want? And then she'll go sushi pop. And I'm like, great. But, you know, then I'll say, you know, no, but that's good. She likes that initiative. She, she kind of likes that because it takes it off of her. But I think it takes away that analysis paralysis that I think happens, or decision paralysis rather, that happens with a lot of couples where you do that back and forth. If you've planned it, you've kind of already just built it into your mind already, unless you have this you know, tremendous swing in mood and you don't want to do it. So that's, that's one thing. The other thing that I find that is that, that you can plan that spontaneous, if you will, other than you know, date nights and activities with the kids is planning at home kind of time. So the other day I said to the family, um, hey, uh, today after dinner, we're playing dominoes. I, I just, I put that, it's, that's what we're doing. And everybody's like, dominoes? I'm like, yep, we're playing dominoes. And it was reluctant at first. And then everybody had the best time. And we were like challenging each other and making bets with monopoly money. And then it just, it got hilarious and it was a lot of fun. Now that could have been a spontaneous thing where I could have just said, Hey, do you guys feel like playing dominoes? And then they have been like, um, I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the, you know, I'm on the game with Riley and Luke would have been like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm reading. And Don would have been like, no, I want to watch real housewives of blah, blah, blah. But the fact that I scheduled it and just said we were doing it, it mm-hmm. felt like a spontaneous thing, but I announced it like it's happening today. And that was at like noon. And we finished dinner around seven, cleared the table, cleaned everything up. And I got out the dominoes and put them on the table and go, let's go. And everybody like dragged themselves to the table and we played for like two hours. I would say that it's very purposeful and intentional when you do that. And then it's received very well to your family members. Like they, you know, I'm using this in the form of like our spouses, but when you do that, not only did you plan a, a you know, a spontaneous moment. And so you, you ended up probably having fun doing it, but then it's appreciated by the other person. Like when you said with Don, she's usually the planner. And then occasionally when you're the one that does it, I can only imagine how good that feels for her to know that you cared enough to be intentional enough to plan this spontaneous thing that wasn't spontaneous at all because you planned probably every element of it, but at least it felt like it was. And that's, that's the, that's really important. I mean, I can't tell you how many times, like we have young kids. Our kids are three and six. So we are, they're young. Right. And a month will go by in the blink of an eye. And we're like, we just look at each other. We're like, wow, we didn't, we have, we haven't had one single 
date night, you know, just a couple hours to ourselves in a month, four weeks have gone by. We haven't done that. And that, you know, it, that's, that's when you're not being intentional and purposeful about it. And life's just kind of happening to you and you're rolling with the punches and you're doing stuff. And we're in the throes of it right now. You know, my daughter's got a broken arm. Our kids are sick. Everyone's sick at my house. And so it's like, we're looking at each other. Like we gotta, we need that. Like we need that time. So Anyway, a scheduled spontaneity for me equals freedom all day long. Well, and what I like about that is I think it gives us an awareness of the priorities in our lives. I think we misprioritize because society tells us to do so. I definitely spend a lot of time working. You know, I, I spend a lot of time on my job. I spend a lot of time getting better at my job. Um, I, I'm taking myself to Balloonie University. I've gotten a couple of books and a notebook and I'm waking up early and going through this audiobook and writing notes and basically retraining myself to be able to, to do better at a certain aspect of my job that I've never done before. And that's a super important priority to me. But I wonder if I just hold up a mirror, do I spend that much time trying to be a better husband, a better father, a better friend? You know, I, you know, it's funny yesterday, this is just a weird kind of aside. And it'd be funny to hear how you'd respond. I don't remember what time it was, but I wanted to hang out with you. Like I, I just thought to my, we might've been texting, but it wasn't that late at night. And I almost was uh, going to say, you don't want one my whole, you don't want well, one. Now my I know that your house is right Thank God I didn't. Right. But I thought to myself, I'm going to text John and say, Hey, can I come over and hang out for a little bit? And then I didn't do it. And then I, I thought about that today. Now, granted y'all are sick. So again, I'm glad I didn't, but I thought about that today. I was like, what stopped me? And it was like, you're going to say no. You're going to feel obligated. You're tired from the day. I don't even want to, I, you know, I'm low maintenance. I'll just come and sit in your living room and talk to you and joke around and make you laugh, play with your kids, you know, have fun. But I just wanted to do that. And I thought to myself, what if I said to John, hey, Monday or hey, Saturday, Monday after work, can we just go for a walk? Let's like walk the dogs together or let's just go for a, yeah. a two mile walk or why don't I just plan that as a friend? And so I think that, um, and you know, sidebar, you'll tell me if you'll do that, but um, I think that that's something that we misprioritize where I do plan my work day. It's very planned. I've got a whole agenda for, for my work day. I've, I've just, you know, mm -hmm. we're, as we're recording this, we've wrapped up our work day, you know, it's at the end of a, of a work day and I, I can go through everything that I've checked off on my list, the calls that I did, the work that I did, the planning that I did, the creating content that I did, the writing I did. I'm in the process of finishing up a book, the editing I did, the social media mm -hmm. stuff that I did. And that's great. But the only thing that I really did that was relationship wise was early in the morning, my son and I went to the gym, which is a bonding time for us, which is great. I think the message of this podcast is where are your, where are our priorities? And I think our, if you show me your calendar, if you show me your agenda, if you show me your day planner, you're going to show me your priorities. And I think mine are a little off. I don't know if you feel like yours are. I know you're super busy, but I also know you're probably very good at, from my observations on the weekends and stuff, you're always doing something with your kids. You're always, oh, we're swimming right now. You know, when my daughter comes over to play with your daughter, you know, it's like, you know, swimming or you're taking them to a theme park or, or, or whatever. But I love this whole idea of, of planning these fun, quote unquote, spontaneous activities. It reminds me of a quote from, it's from Tina Fey, who pretty much everybody likes. Tina Fey said, say yes 
and you'll figure it out afterwards. Say mm -hmm. yes and you'll figure it out afterwards. It's like saying yes to these positive things, saying yes to these relationship building things. As much as you at, at Canderpath talk about saving money, you know, there's also the, the emotional bank account. And are we investing enough in that with our people and with our time? So you said a couple of things that I want to respond to and try to get this, this idea out. One is, you know, you said, show me your calendar and, and I'll show you your priorities or something to that effect. I heard this podcast of this business owner where his whole company knew every Thursday at three, he, every Thursday at three, he was off the rest of the day. And it was like a scheduled date night with his, with his wife. And, and part of the reason for this situation is like they had young kids Right. really difficult on the weekends and, and other things you're committed to. And, and he went on to sort of, maybe this was in a book actually, but he went on to kind of outline like the opportunities that he missed or people that needed to schedule at that time with him. But he always said no. And I loved hearing that because I thought like realizing like this was, he was going to prioritize his spouse in this moment every week and she could rely on his commitment to prioritizing. And of course, life happens, things happen, kids get sick, whatever. But to prioritize that versus this constant feeling that I sometimes feel when life is out of whack and I'm prioritizing work over and over and over again. It's like, oh, we had this thing planned, but like this new opportunity came in, like I got to do this meeting. That's got to be the worst thing for the, I mean, because I've received that, like I, I've heard that before. You, you've been on the receiving end of that kind of news where you have something planned that you're excited for. And then the other person tells you like, I'm really sorry, it didn't work out. I have to reschedule. That's not always, uh, that's not a fun feeling. And so I loved hearing that. So show me your calendar and I'll show you your priorities. That's a really, that's an important takeaway. I love, I keep going back to this whole like spontaneity equals freedom for me because I love spontaneous moments. Everybody does. Spontaneous moments yeah. are just the greatest feeling. We have had times as families, like the, the, you know, your family and my family where we get together and it's like, we're going to do, we're going to hang out in the backyard in the patio. It's a nice night out. We're going to do the fire pit. We're going to, we're going to roast marshmallows, make s'mores, eat Huey Magoo's. And we oh, have truly okay. some of the best moments. And then I, I look back on those. And I'm like, oh man, I want to do that again. Like I want to bottle that. And I want to do that again. Or we take the kids to Disney on a random Thursday because my calendar cleared and a client canceled. And I, I now, I now can, and we go and we have this, this magic that only Disney can provide sometimes with young kids. And it's this purely magical day. And the way that I think about the scheduled spontaneity thing is like, I want to put myself, I want to give myself the reps to have those opportunities. Will things work out that way? No. Like we've gone to Disney before and it rains on us the whole time and everyone's grumpy and it's not fun. But if I keep giving myself the at-bats, I, I get to have more of those opportunities of these spontaneous just pure joy. Like that's the best way I can describe it is like mm. you look back on the event and you're like, that was perfect. Everything worked out and it was just joyous from the start to the end. And, and planning for that creates that, it creates that space for that to happen. If you don't, you'll never even put yourself in the situation for those things to potentially occur. You know what occurs to me right now as we're talking about this, when you, you, meaning you as the individual, so John or Rich, when we plan spontaneity, it doesn't mean that for everybody else it's planned. Think about that. So I plan into my calendar to take Ava to go see a movie, but I don't have to tell her that. So then on Saturday, when she's just sitting there on her iPad and I roll up and go, hey, 
you want to eat a bunch of candy and popcorn and go see a movie with dad? And she like pops up and goes, yeah, for her, it was spontaneous. If I do that, like I jokingly said, you know, buy a dress and lay it out and do like the, you know, pretty woman thing, like, you know, the movie and, and do like all the fancy stuff for Dawn. For me, it's completely planned. I've, I factored it, this quote unquote spontaneity, I've factored, I've planned it into my day, but for her, it doesn't feel that way. If I take Mm -hmm. Luke to go shopping for some new sneakers, because he's doing a great job or he's getting great grades or whatever. So it occurs to me that when we as an individual, quote unquote, plan spontaneity into our calendar, certainly we might be involving another person. Like you're telling your significant other, Hey, we're doing this on Friday, whatever. But there also is the side of it where it's only really planned for you, but for the other people, they still get that gift, that excitement of that new experience. Like you probably don't tell Ella and Huddy the day, maybe you do, but I'm sure there's times you go, guess where we're going today? We're going to Universal, you know, and and then there's the surprise and there's the excitement, you know? So that just occurred to me that that this whole idea as you were speaking, I thought, you know what? Just because it's spun, just because I'm planning it doesn't mean it feels planned for somebody else. Life is so short. John talks all the time. He's got young kids, as he just said. I've got 25-year-old, 14-year-old, and believe it or not, just in a few days, John, nine years old. This will be Ava's last year in single digits. Talk mm-hmm. about time going by fast. And John's got little kids, and he's he, more than anyone I know, says, oh my God, I feel like the time's going by so fast. And I chuckle to myself, because your kids are babies compared to my kids. I look at my oldest, and I'm like, He's five years away from 30, you know, but I can remember him being in the car seat. You can remember Rhett coming to your house or you're paying him 20 bucks to weed your backyard when he was like 12. I mean, that's how long we've known. He told me that I was the best boss he ever had. That was so sweet. That was such a nice compliment. He did say that time goes by fast. And because it goes by fast, sometimes you just got to plan. Sometimes you've got to build into your life the moments that matter. Sometimes you have to structure your life so that you are focused on what gives you purpose. Sometimes in life, we have to schedule when we're going to serve the people that we care about and the people that we love. And this certainly can have something to do with work. This I, I know for a yeah. fact at Canderpath, you guys do some fun things and some team building and, and, and do all that kind of stuff. And I know it's probably not super spontaneous. It's super planned. But the excitement of the day and the fun of the day and the team building of the day is super important. I think that's what great leaders do. Great leaders create inspiration and fun. And sometimes inspiration and fun comes from spontaneity. So, I mean, that's where I, I kind of want to like, yeah, you know, think about I, this. It's cool because I was I was actually going to and ready to switch gears to the work thing in, in, in the same regard that you just shared. But but actually with hearing what you said, it's it's important to recognize that what you plan can feel spontaneous for someone else. Yes. Whether that's your spouse or, 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 you know, family member or child, whatever. And the law of reciprocity would probably suggest that if you take the intentional time to do something like that for them, that they'll probably do something like that for you. And so you get the opportunity to actually have some of these truly spontaneous moments when maybe you didn't even know of it. I always see like the videos where it's like, uh, so someone I know actually posted this and I'm not going to name names, but I saw this on social media the other day and I don't, I, for, I don't know what the context was, but she was like, woke up and, you know, found plane tickets on the dresser and my spouse and I are going to like 
Paris or something. Like, I don't know where they were going, but like this whole idea, like she thought they were like just taking the day, like the weekend, like a long weekend. And, and then this person surprised her with the most spontaneous, cool thing. And um, Rich and I are looking at each other now as I'm saying this thing, like, crap, we got to step up our game. <laughs> we yeah. got to step up our game. But point is, um, I think the law of reciprocity exists there. Like if you plan those for other people around you, that you'll be the recipient of some some spontaneous planning too. And I just think that that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful the thing. Two, the two great, I agree. The two greatest gifts that we can give to the people that we care about, to the people that we lead, to the people that we love, those two things are our time and our energy. And sometimes our time and our energy have to be planned. They have to be scheduled because you know when you have time, you know in a calendar when you're gonna have time. And you also know from habit when and what time of day and what day a week your energy under normal circumstances is going to be maximized. And that's the greatest gift. And there's some easy ways to do it before we let you go. Here's some easy ways to do it. You know, your, your significant other has a cup of coffee at 1 PM every day. They work from home. Maybe you work from home or maybe you come home for lunch or whatever the case may be. So you know what? Go over to the coffee maker at 1257 and you make the cup of coffee and you walk over to them and go, Here's your one o'clock, one o'clock cup of coffee. I love you. That can make a difference. You know that when you come home from work, you haven't seen your kids all day and you're exhausted and you're tired, but your kids miss you. And so you say to your daughter or to your son or to both, hey, why don't we go for a walk around the block and let's play a game. Let's look at the clouds and let's try to see who can find the craziest shape in a cloud and see what it looks like. That could be spontaneous. That could be amazing, but you can schedule it in your day. Mm-hmm. For one of your coworkers at work that you really appreciate, You plan on a Wednesday, you just write gratitude on a Wednesday. And every Wednesday, you're going to recognize or give a thank you note or say something kind or give a gift card or buy a snack from the vending machine for somebody that you appreciate and just hand them a Snickers bar and say, I just want you to know I love working with you. You always have my back. You always make my day. I just wanted to say thank you. That will feel spontaneous to those people. Yet that's something that you can schedule in your day. And here, speaking of the gift and and the law of reciprocity, you're giving yourself the greatest gift. Because when you do good for others, when you do kindness for others, when you give love to others, you end up feeling better. It improves your immunity, it improves your mindset, and it makes you a better person. What do you think about that? I'm really happy that you made this actionable and gave some of those tips because I think for anyone listening to this could look at this and just say, yeah, but I'm too busy. Life is too hard. Life is, and it is. And I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm busier than you or anybody. I, I, I don't, I don't think I'm busier, but I would say I'm, I'm as busy as anyone or most people listening. And it's important to find this as a priority to do this because I work with, I get the opportunity to work with retirees all day long. I get this very unique perspective And I think most of us that are in this phase of life where it's just busy and kids and tired and work that we could just use this, we could operate under this false narrative of like, well, I'll just wait till retirement. Like I'll get to be spontaneous from retirement. You're not promised tomorrow. You know, like that, that's the thing that hurts my heart so much is I see people work that extra few years to have a few more bucks in the bank. And then they, they get diagnosed with an illness. We just experienced that this past year. And I'm and, sorry. And it's so sad seeing that happen to people. And it breaks my heart for them. We do all the right planning in the world, but you know what you can't plan for? Your last day on earth. And it's and it's just a it's a it's an eye-opener for me to realize if I wait until I retire, 
to do the things that I'm talking about to, to live spontaneously, like that's, that's not what I want to do. So that's, um, that's an important message. I'm glad that you shared that. Cause I think someone could listen to this and say easier said than done or yeah, but I'm busy. And well, think we about this, are. not, not to be, and not to upset you or, or whatever, but how old was your dad when he passed away? 66. And my dad was 59. I'm 56 years old. So three yeah. years from where I'm sitting right now, if I lived my dad's lifespan, I'd be, go I'd be gone three years from today, 59 years old. And your dad was 66, super young. Mm -hmm. And Matt's dad, I don't remember how old Matt's dad was, but about he the was same age as mine, Yeah, about the same age, age as yours, definitely younger than the average retirement age. Mm -hmm. So to your point, life is short. People matter. Uh, those around us that we care about matter. And if you put them on your calendar, if you put them in your schedule, if you build it into your day, it's going to have that effect. It will feel spontaneous for them. It will feel good for you. And, and I can attest to the fact of how busy John is. And especially as much as I travel the last couple of months, John can attest to the fact how busy I am. And if anything, I'm using this podcast to kind of double down and to recommit to doing more of this because this is reminding me how important this is. I'm humbled. Same. I'm humbled to be even thinking about that. So thanks for, thanks for spending this time with me, John. I, I love this. I love having this conversation. It was a blast. It was All a blast. Right. And speaking so, of scheduled spontaneity, yeah. we're going to have some spontaneous conversations at the next one. We are. We've got some would you rathers. I'm not going to do it today, but next. We're not doing next would podcast. you rathers today. Okay. All right. You we'll want save, to? We'll, we'll Wait, no, no, no. Hold on. No, 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 no. It's, oh, this oh. is going to be spontaneous. Stand oh. by. Okay, I'm going to do, on. I'm going to do one. Let's do one for each other. I'm going to ask you one. You ask me one. That's how we're going to wrap. So the okay. one that I want to ask you, and because this is scheduled spontaneity, these are already written out. <laughs> so it's spontaneous in that we're doing it, but we already know the questions. I'm going to ask you this one. Would you rather have the ability to teleport anywhere or to be able to time travel? Time travel. Of course, because then I could go in the future and look at Powerball numbers and Super Bowl yeah. wins. I could watch every baseball game and piss you off and make bets with you and say, third inning, he's going to strike so-and-so out. You're going to go, no way. You'll be like, how do you know so much about sports? All yes, time travel for sure. Okay. Um, and look, I went right to making my, I went right to Powerball. I'm so, I'm so sketchy. Okay. Ready? Yes. Would you rather be, <laughs> would you I'm rather nervous. be super strong? Or unbelievably attractive. Unbelievably attractive. That is not what I expected you to say. I know. That's why I said it. Because I'm spontaneous. And you just never know what you're going to get from me. I think you are. I kind of got to say, for those of you that ever watch any of this on, we don't, I don't know if we put this on YouTube that much anymore. John is a very good looking guy. So the fact that you would want to be super. Because it's like, what's the utility in me being super strong? I, I sit like I, my, my, some days my level of fitness is standing at my, you stand don't desk. think, you don't think the way I do. You don't have the evil thing. If I was like, like super strong, even at my age right now, I would go to the combine at the NFL and I would start lifting up 800 pounds and throwing it up in the air. And they'd be like, who is this old man? That's like beating everybody. And I'd get signed to be like, uh, what, it, who's the big guy in the center of the football field that, that, that pushes everybody, the quarterback, the, center? the dude, the quarterback. Yeah. The center, like a lineman? Get, like, 
million dollar deals to be a lineman and just like throw these gigantic people up in the air. And I'd totally. get million dollar deals being the next Brad Pitt and being oh, a supermodel. True. If I was, that's if I was extremely, true. how did you define it? If I was extremely attractive, it, 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 that's when it's both ways. Like, uh, unimaginably attractive or unimaginably strong. Let's say that. So you would Financial opportunities exist in either one of those realms. I love how we go to, I'm buying Powerball and you're going to get signed to Ford Modeling Agency. Oh my gosh. All right. Listen, this has been a lot of fun and I'm always super grateful to be able to spend this time. I want to say as we wrap this up, uh, a sincere thank you to all of you for being part of this amazing podcast. Thank you for getting us to over 50,000 downloads. Please like, please share, please let us know. And until the next time, please take care of yourself in a spontaneous way. Have an amazing day. Thanks guys. Be well.